Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I am so grateful you're here with us, and I'm thankful to be your host. We're looking at the Jordan River, and basically, you know, it plays such a massive role in the Bible. Everywhere from uh, Sodom, Gomorrah, Lot, to... Um, the nation of Israel crossing over Jericho, New Testament, John the Baptist, Jesus. And so it's this, it's always, it's really a natural barrier and a natural boundary line is to this day of demarcation. So let's look a little bit about the Jordan River. I think you might find it interesting. I know I have. So thanks for being here with us. And so the Jordan River is 160, excuse me, 156 mile long river in the Middle East. It flows north-south through the Sea of Galilee. And see, that's another huge thing. Also the Sea of Tiberias into the Dead Sea. And uh, it's got Jordan, Golan Heights next to it. And so, again, just huge significance biblically. And uh, its source is the anti-Lebanon mountain range at Mount Hermon in the Golan Heights. And starts at an elevation of 9,232 feet. And it flows all the way down into 156 miles. It goes from, you know, almost two miles high to the lowest point on earth, 1,365 feet below sea level. We were always taught that it was 1,292 feet below sea level, but I think they've done some different uh, uh, measurements on that as well. And so it starts off, you know, up in the mountain, then the Hula Valley, which is probably under Lake Hula, under looked at in so many of the biblical geographies that I look at and deal with. So let's read this. We're on Wikipedia, and uh, it's fed by the Yarmouk and Zarka rivers over its upper course, fed by the Hasbani River, Benias River, Dan River, and the Eon River stream. The river drops rapidly in 47 miles, run to the once large and swampy Lake Hula, which is slightly above sea level. Exiting the now much diminished lake, it goes through an even steeper drop over the next 16 miles down to the Sea of Galilee, which is beautiful. I had the opportunity to spend some nights on the Sea of Galilee and go on boats on it, which it enters at its northern end. The Jordan deposits much of its silt it's carrying within the lake, which it leaves again near the southern tip at Dejania Dam. I don't know a lot about Dejania Dam. At that point, the river situated about uh, 210 meters below sea level. The last 210 kilometer, excuse me, 120 kilometer, being dyslexic today for some reason, 75 mile long section, follows what's commonly termed the Jordan Valley, which has less gradient. The total drop is another 210 meters. So the river meanders before entering the Dead Sea. I had the opportunity to baptize a bunch of people in the Jordan River, including my dad back in 210. A terminal lake about 422 meters below sea level with no outlet. As the old saying goes, the reason the Sea of Galilee is teeming with life 
lets things in, lets things out. The Dead Sea's dead because it only gets things in and doesn't let things out. Like a dramatic geographical picture of God giving us, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Its section north of the Sea of Galilee is within the boundaries of Israel and forms the western boundary of the Golan Heights. South of the lake, it forms a border between the kingdom of Jordan to the east, Israel to the west. I'm going to read you just a little bit about its uh, tributaries. It's the Eon River, which you already mentioned, um, the Hasabani, the Dan, the Banias. South of the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River receives the waters of further tributaries. The main ones, both coming from the east, Jordan, are Yarmuk and Zarka. Smaller tributaries are side wadi, side streams. This segment are north to south. Wadi El Arab, Wadi Ziklab, Wadi El Yabas, Wadi Kafjani, Wadi Rajib, that's Wadi Kafranjani, Wadi Nimrin from the west, uh, Nahal Ravniel, Nahal Tavar, the Tabor Stream, Nahal uh, Yazikar, Nahal Harad, Nahal Bazik, Wadi El Mala, Wadi El Farah, Wadi Alja, Wadi Kilt, and that comes down to the Judean Mountains through Jericho. And most of the etymology of where does the term Jordan come from seems to be linked with to flow down, which makes sense. But again, it's just an amazing river, and they've been finding so much archaeology on it. They really think they have found like the steps kind of an ancient place where they would speculate John the Baptist would have led in baptizing. Of course, Jesus baptized disciples there as well, though he baptized not, but his disciples. And it usually has some meaning of baptism. You've got the Joshua rocks both in the river and outside the river. So much there. So just a little bit about the archaeology of the Jordan River. I don't think it would be replete when we're talking about things about Jesus, the life of Jesus, and the Bible specifically, that unless we mentioned uh, the Jordan River. So God bless you. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Please share with your friends, family, church family. Join us daily. Leave us a five-star review. Helps people find us. And we'll talk with you later. We may have another podcast on tonight. Check it out and subscribe. God bless. Bye-bye.